Welcome to Bowties in Business, where a fashionable nerd and knowledge meet. Regardless of whether your career is just starting, steady, or stalling, join me and a collection of business and thought leaders who are experts in their field as they share their decades of first-hand real-world experience from the ground floor to the executive suite and every corner of the business world. Hi, you're listening to Quick Talks with Tim on Bowties in Business. I'm your host, Tim Kubiak. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google, and Spotify, and leave a review to help us grow our audience. Today's topic is going to be remote selling video best practices. We talked a little bit about it in Selling in the New Normal series and remote selling, but we're going to go into a little more detail here in this dedicated, ironically, audio session on video best practices. That's right. We're going to start with number one, eye contact. When you're in a meeting, there's social norms and we all know them. We pick up on them as societal cues of when you look people in the eye. There's been tons of research and writing done on the benefit of that. You have to consider that when you're doing a video call. So the reality is, is it gives you an advantage and phone call alone doesn't. And that is you can make eye contact. You can look at the person speaking, read their facial expressions. They can see your eyes. You can see their eyes. And the eyes are the window to the soul. It also can tell you if people are tracking to your points. Yes, body language is the second thing we'll talk about. But on the eye contact, it also gives you the ability to build the familiarity and be in touch with that person even though you're not in the room. Now, I mentioned body language. Video calls are really a great insight on who's dialed in and paying attention sitting front and center. If we use a classroom or a grade school you know, scenario, who's the A student, which is sitting in the front of the room, taking notes, taking it all in and listening, and who's in the back throwing spitballs? And I'll let you guys guess which one I was. But either way, depending on the class and the age, body language on video calls is really no different than what a teacher sees from the front of the room. So if you're not actively speaking and you're going to be, you can scroll through the windows. You can check the other people out depending on how the settings are. And you can read the body language just like you would in a live room. And why wouldn't you? You can use it to your advantage. You can use questions or more questions or direct specific questions to engage participants. The next thing is attire. A friend of mine, and I wrote about this a little bit, showed up for a call in a suit and tie. There was a video call on a big pitch. He was the only vendor that did it. I will give you the opposite end of that. I had someone who was trying to sell to me, and I agreed to do a video call, and it was in normal business hours and everything else. The guy showed up in a backwards baseball cap and a t-shirt. Now, he was trying to sell me something that was pretty high-end, and I'm looking at that going, I'm okay if you don't shave. Sometimes I don't shave. I'm okay if you don't wear a tie. I wear a bow tie. I'm a nerd. But really showing up in a baseball cap and a t-shirt for a sales pitch. You have to be professional. Whether you're selling in person or remotely, you have to act like the pro you are. And that's a lot of times why the sales profession isn't taken seriously. There are truly great sellers that are true professionals. And sometimes, frankly, you have a hack who thinks because he got you on the phone, he's going to make a sale. Next thing is background. Nobody's expecting a TV produced or a movie set background. Well, I will admit a lot of the virtual um, conferencing platforms these days give you the ability to add a virtual background and um, 
I've lectured from Hogwarts myself recently, but that aside, you have to consider your actual background. And again, who could walk through, when they could walk through, etc. all comes into play. So as you set up your, if you're working from home, you have to set it up. If you're working from the road, when life goes back to that, think about that and think about that kind of disclaimer. And I'm a man who's taken a ton of phone calls and a ton of video calls from an airline club. But I set that expectation going in. Hey, just so you know, I'm in the Admiral's Club. Yes, I live in American Airlines. I'm in the Admiral's Club. Some people may walk by. I've got a headset on. The noise shouldn't be too bad. If it is, let me know. You have to set people up for the background. You control it as best as you can, which brings us to sound. Stop using your PC mic and speakers. I don't care what brand they tell you your speakers are. They're garbage for video calls. They're great for playing movies back. They're not really meant for what you're using them for, even if it's a commercial-grade laptop. Get yourself a headset. Wired Gamers headset, sub $100. Some are even sub $50. Very decent windscreen on it. You can go wireless. I use, I'm a fan of Jabra. Sorry to my friends over at Poly and who make the Plantronics brand. But I use Jabra headsets a lot when I travel. You can invest in a full duplex, which means you can speak and listen at the same time. It doesn't cut people off. USB, um, phone, widely available. No reason not to have it. The next thing is think about lighting. And this is one that you know takes a little bit of work and yeah, some time of day consideration. But think about the open windows. Use natural light when you can. It's simple. It's free. It works. Um, try to have yourself lit from above or at eye level, not below. Now, I love Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper does a lot of stuff where he shoots green or red light up at his face and it makes him scary. If you're going for that, great for you. But for professional settings and for selling, think about your lighting. The other thing is, is relatively inexpensively, you can go out and buy for 15 bucks or 20 bucks a ring light that powers off a USB adapter or a USB plug into a standard cell phone adapter and has some settings to it. And all the YouTubers and a lot of the kids have that stuff. So still your kids stuff, as I recommended before. The next thing is camera placement. Camera placement is huge. So think about it at eye level or slightly above is going to give you the best look. And if you can, that's what you want to do. That's why selfie sticks are all the rage with the tourists when tourism is a thing. Next thing is chat settings right? Be focused, but the chat settings sometimes in meetings aren't in your control. So be careful, be careful what you're sharing, where you're sharing it, you know, watch the sidebar conversations that sometimes become unprofessional and don't participate and stick to the task at hand to be present and be focused. Next thing is content. What's content got to do with it? It has everything to do with it because if you don't have good content, you don't have simplified slides, you don't have a message that's resonating with the other parties, you might as well not have the call. There's no reason to be there. So as always, do your planning. Make sure your content's on point. And finally, follow-up. Yes, follow-up. At the end of the meeting, just like always, write out what you've said, what you've done, all of those things, and then follow-up. It's not live video, you're right, but it is professional selling and it is closing out that day and that opportunity. So hopefully this quick talk did some good for you, got a few new tips out of it. Like I said, if you haven't done so already, please subscribe and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks. Thanks again for listening and we hope you've enjoyed this episode. We put out fresh content every Tuesday. If you like what you heard, please subscribe. 
tell your friends, and share on your own social media accounts. Want us to see what you have to say? It's a BYOB kind of party. Bring your own bow tie. So hashtag bring your own bow tie. Our listeners are important to us. After all, it's you we create this content for. With that in mind, we're doing a mailbag episode once a quarter. If you have suggestions, ideas, or questions you'd like answered, email us at mailbag at bowtiesandbusiness.com. This show is produced, edited, and researched by Courtney Kubiak with the help of her rescue dogs, Tequila Rose and Rooney.